Hi there, Celeste here, and welcome to I Support That. This podcast is for anyone who is tired of running the race that is life, and they just need a timeout to regroup, rethink, and figure out what the heck their next step is going to be. Thank you all for joining me. All right, let's go ahead and hop right into the beer. We are doing Sweet Baby Chai, and that is a chocolate peanut butter chai tea porter from Dewclaw Brewing. They are not local, uh, well, not local to me, maybe local to someone. They're in Baltimore, Maryland. It is 6.2% ABV, and it's a porter with masala chai tea and natural and artificial flavors. So let's go ahead and pop this can open and pour it into my glass. Let's see. So it actually just smells like the Sweet Baby Jesus beer, which I'm sure is their base, and they just mixed um, chai and malt, or excuse me, chai tea in there. Let's see. I don't taste tea. Hmm. Yeah, I don't taste like, I don't taste anything other than the sweet baby Jesus. So a uh, good thing I like that beer. So this is definitely a solid beer. My pot palate is just obviously not refined enough to pick up. Well, hang on. On the back end, I taste some kind of tea notes, but it's not, nothing really prominent, but nevertheless, a good beer. So, all right. Let's go ahead and hop right into it. Uh, first thing I want to do is thank all of the people that have provided feedback, all of the people that have reached out to me either um, through the uh, me opening up chat on the episodes or Facebook and you know text and email and phone calls. We are our own worst critics sometimes, and I am no exception to that. I do not like background noise, and I do not like interruptions. And so um, a few times throughout some of these episodes, I've encountered, you know, people in the background or dogs or background noise, and it has really bothered me. I'm going to just be real be real open with you guys. It has it has burned my nerves up. But you guys have been so kind and you know said it, you know it's life it doesn't bother you know it's not it's not distracting. So I definitely appreciate that because to me it's the end of the world. So <laughs> I'm glad uh that it hasn't uh taken away from anything we've been trying to accomplish or any of the messaging we've been trying to bring here. Uh now that being said I'm not just going to, you know, uh, have have my, my life going on in the background while I'm recording, but I definitely do appreciate the patience. So shout out to you all for being so kind and gracious. So let's get right into it. What we're going to talk about today is just accountability. Um, how important having someone as an accountability partner is if you are 
unable to hold yourself accountable. And the reason I say that is I know plenty of people who have amazing and immaculate self-discipline all across the board. Like it doesn't matter what it is. They have great work ethic. They're able to not check their social media page while they're at work and just buckle down and they are there for eight hours and they legitimately give like eight hours of work. I know people who are there for eight hours and decide to work off the clock and give like 10 or 12 hours of work, but only charge the company for eight hours, which I do not recommend doing, by the way. I don't think we should applaud that. I think we should applaud the work ethic of the people, but I definitely don't think you should be working for free. Uh, That gives employers the uh, perception that the workload can be reasonably done if you're working off the, I mean, there's so many implications that we could make a whole nother episode. So let's go ahead and, and not go down that rabbit hole. So just, I know people with great work ethic. I know people who are very disciplined when it comes to, you know, leaving, working out at five o'clock every morning and, you know, people who are very structured in their eating habits. I, I mean, the list goes on and on. And I've found that a lot of people are, you know, they have one thing that maybe they're not as disciplined in, you know, but some people just all across the board have it together. And I applaud you. I'm here to tell you, your girl, I'm not that person. Not at all. I have tried to be, uh, I would, I aspire to be, but it's just not me. So what I have found works for me. And if you are, if you're one of these people that you just cannot get it together in some area, this podcast is for you. If you're one of the other people that I spoke about who you don't need any help, you have it all together, uh, you're more than welcome to just, you know, come take a seat in the back. Maybe this will help you uh, help out your less fortunate friends, those like me. I'm going to try to tell you how to help us or be there and be a support system. Or this episode just might not be for you and that's okay. Anyway, pushing forward. Accountability. I recently had a little bit of a health scare and um, as part of working through what the heck is going on, my doctor asked me to keep a food journal. And I have found that writing what I eat down it sounds so bad. Like I was judging myself based off of the decisions that I've made. So when you have to write things down, there's no, you know, it's not, I ate it and it's done. It's like, this is a, this is a permanent in my mind, permanent log of what I've, what I've chosen to consume today. And, um, just for the record, um, a pack of sunflower seeds and beer does not count as dinner. Um, I found that that like was my go-to dinner of choice, you know, maybe at least one night a week. And that's just because my schedule is so hectic. By the time I get in, if it's like 10 o'clock at night, I don't want to make a full, a full meal. So I just would have like some sunflower seeds and, you know, crack open a beer or have a glass of wine or even some juice and just go to bed. Uh, poor, poor decision. Not okay. But um, I found that keeping a log of what I was eating helped me be accountable. 
because I know that if I chose to consume it, I was going to have to put it on that log. So um, that has helped me and has helped my my physician get a clearer picture of what the heck is is going into my body and how that might be affecting um, any issues, health issues or, or outcomes or, or labs that we're, we're doing. So that has been very beneficial to me. Also, um, even writing down my spending. So I have like four different daily planners. I'm that person and I, I just, I've accepted who I am. And I love my planners because it, it keeps me accountable. If I'm making a purchase or paying bills or any sort of money coming out, I'm writing it down. I'm writing the day that it came out so I can keep track of gas, you know, anything that's going for car maintenance. I can keep track of how much gas I'm spending a month, how much of my income is going towards bills, how much of my income is going towards fun. And I can tweak that depending on if, you know, if I need to cut back somewhere or if I have a little bit of wiggle room somewhere else. So I would recommend writing things down. And and that is not an accountability buddy. That is me holding myself accountable. And the hardest part is remembering to do it. The hardest part is making it a, a priority to do it. Now, as far as a person, I think if you're the type of individual who needs somebody, or not even needs, I would just say to appreciates somebody checking in on you and you guys are helping each other. An accountability friend is like a godsend. Someone who is either in the same boat as you or who just is invested to seeing you better yourself. You know, some people don't get anything. It's not a two-way accountability relationship. It's just, I'll be here for you. I want to see you win. And so let me help you. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's a beautiful relationship as well. When it comes to moving and making sure that I am going on walks, I have kind of a silent, uh, I would say she is a silent accountability buddy. So um, I love my smartwatch and it's a fitness watch. It's, It's a Garmin and it's like not the high-end Garmin. It's, you know, I got it on sale. It's a great watch. I love it. And I raved about it. And one of my friends decided that, you know what, this sounds good. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to get one too. Actually, two of my friends have decided to get one based off of this, but one um, doesn't wear her watch, uh, but the other one does. So the one that wears her watch in the app, it's kind of like your, your friends on the app and you can see what the other person is doing. So if she goes for a six mile walk, it'll show up in like the news feed and it'll show me GPS location, like where she walked and vice versa. If I go for a walk, it'll show her. Or if I do like the strength exercises or yoga, it'll show like how long I did it for. Just seeing that she is working out and moving and where she's going is so motivating and she doesn't even know it it's like i'm the fitness stalker on the app like oh she did four miles today oh look at her she got up at four o'clock in the morning and she walks like yes 
And then it makes me like, okay, what are you going to do? Is she going to have a blank feed because you decided not to at least do 15 minutes today? And um, there's no competition with it. So we're, we're not competitive people. But I do see how if you are a competitive person, how that would really, really get you going. Um, Her and I don't have that type of relationship. We just, we're not competitive people. We run our own races, no pun intended. But um, I love the fact that I can see what she's doing. And I love the fact that on days where I don't feel like doing anything, a lot of the time I'll at least say, okay, you can take a 15 minute walk, Celeste. Like I get it, you're tired, you've been on your feet all day, whatevs. You need to at least record something. Uh, or like when I, I travel for work pretty often. So every time I'm in a new city or a new town, I always try to record an activity. Now, I don't think it logs it anywhere where like you can see a flashback to, you know, all the cities you've walked in or countries you've walked in in the last year. Um, I think that would be an amazing feature. If somebody's listening and knows somebody at Garmin, please like slide that in their desk, you know, um, or on their desk. And, you know, uh, maybe we can make that happen. But as, as it stands right now, there's no like world recap, like how Google does it, where you can see how many cities you've been in for the year or whatever. So it's not, anything like that. I just think it's fun to show her like, oh, I'm in this town this week or this town next week. And I'm, I'm still trying to get in a, a little bit of a, a little bit of walking time or a little bit of fitness time. So I think you can have people that hold you accountable and they don't even know that they're holding you accountable. And that's a beautiful thing. So whatever you need to do, if you have a habit that you're trying to form, or just trying to get a baseline of where you are. And I think that's important too. When you're trying to just see where you're at, be kind to yourself. Do not judge yourself. You're, you know that you have, you either know that you have room to improve or you suspect that you have an opportunity for improvement in whatever area you are trying to figure, like trying to get a baseline for. So Pat yourself on the back. Congratulations. You are trying to better yourself, which is easier said than done. So when you're getting a snapshot, just be completely transparent with yourself. Like you can lie to other people all you want, but don't like, don't lie to yourself. Write it down. Even if you never tell anybody about it, as far as like, you know, I ate four donuts for breakfast and I I do that two days a week, write it down you know that it's a secret shame or you know that it's an issue. Okay, well, try to have three donuts next week. And then, you know, maybe do that for two weeks and then try to have, you know, two donuts. Just stair step it down. It's nothing to be ashamed of wherever you're at. That's your truth. And the fact that you are writing something down or exposing it in, in that way means that, you, you want to see where you're at because you, you think that there's something to improve upon. And I think that that is commendable no matter what the area is. So finances, key, I would recommend keeping like a, I have a day planner for it, but whatever kind of system you can work out or maybe an Excel spreadsheet, write that down. 
um, you know, fitness goals, write those down, you know, um, at food journal, write it all down and reward yourself for meeting those goals. I think so often, you know, I know I can be a very all or nothing person at times, but just, you know, give yourself like little stickers, the little star stickers like they did in, in grade school where you were a good citizen for the week. You got so many stars at the end of the day or at the end of the week, you got to pick a prize out of like the prize chest. Girl, get yourself a prize chest, put some scratch off lottery tickets in there, put some little airplane bottles of alcohol in there, put gift cards in there. And it doesn't have to be an, a crazy amount. You can do a $10 Starbucks gift card, a $10 Target gift card, you know, a $15 Ulta gift card, $25 DSW, whatever you like. Put those in a, a prize chest and say, okay, out of seven days, if I do the right thing, whatever my goal is, if I keep my spending under blank for four, for four days out of the week or five days out of the week, if I can meet my goal for my nutrition, you know, if I can meet my protein goal every day for the next five days, I'll get a start each day. So that way, one, one day that you fell off the horse isn't going to break you. You that that's what happened. You did it. You spent too much, you ate too much, whatever. Forgive yourself. It happens. Let's move on because we still have another day to get a freaking star. And I know that at the end of this week, if I have five of those little suckers, I'm going to get in my prize pack. I'm going to close my eyes, reach my hand in there, and I'm going to have a smile on my face because of the anticipation of not knowing what's coming out. And I know that I like all this stuff because I purchased it. So with all of that being said, reward yourself. Do the work and reap the reward make a pattern. It is going to work out. It might take a little bit. You might have some weeks where you don't get a prize. You might have some weeks where you do the wrong thing. You might have some weeks where your accountability buddy is either telling you, hey, I hadn't heard from you, or hey, you haven't done this in a whole week, or whatever kind of arrangement you, you guys have. So there might be some disappointments in there, but just know that being disappointing, just being disappointed and not doing the right thing can be part of the process. And as long as you don't forget the number one rule, which is don't give up, try your best, don't give up, you'll be fine. So I just had to share that with you guys, especially with me recognizing some of my poor habits as far as uh, nutrition wise and how that is and can have a domino effect in other areas. Also, my fitness goals with my my silent accountability buddy, who I absolutely love to pieces. Um, so I just wanted to come on here and share that with you guys. Find someone that can hold you accountable or do your best to hold yourself accountable. I will uh, pop a question in chat. I wanna know what you guys do to keep yourself on track. Um, oh, there goes my dog. <laughs> um, I want to know what you guys do to keep yourselves on track, whether it be fitness, eating habits, uh, spending habits, 
even just uh, work habits, making sure that you are optimizing your work time and your work schedule. So I'll go ahead and pop that in the chat. As always, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you all. All right. Well, this has been I Support That. Bye.